voice of the world The sound with the beat The sound that sets you tapping your feet Radio, the sound of year-round pleasure The sound of the news, rhythm and blues Tchaikovsky swing, whatever you choose Radio, the sound of year-round pleasure Welcome to All Things Radio, your weekly radio magazine, with radio news from a national perspective, call and format changes, sports news, featured radio stations from yesterday and today, your voicemails and phone calls, as well as special guests and featured segments. And now here's your host, Bill Sparks. Educate, syncopate, radio communicate, radio, the sound of year-round pleasure. Well, hello and welcome to All Things Radio 527 for March 18th, 2020. Got it right this time. March 19th. Oh, see, I told you. This is the first day of spring, although it's funny. Every year, it's been such a mild winter most places, and also with the coronavirus, nobody's even talked about that today. It won't get here until 1149 Eastern tonight, but still. Okay, well, I'll, I'll be ready. Our meteorologist yeah, on, on Channel 3. I'm going to stay up and wait up for it. Yeah. There yeah. you go. <laughs> oh, go ahead, Bill. Don't, don't, don't let these guys sit. Yeah. It's only 90 degrees here. Yeah, just, I just mean, throw the curtains behind them. Don't worry right. about it. It's, it's only 90 though, degrees yeah. here. You know what I mean? And I'm getting ready to order my DoorDash beverages, so, you know. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, that's a good idea. We have no news this week, right, Jeff? No. Oh, no. No real news. Nothing's well, going we, but on. We have a busy show anyway. We always do anyway. We'll, we'll start things off with the usual radio news from a national perspective, of course. Then we've got some calls and feedback for you. And, of course, Jennifer Sparks calling our in-format changes. And I want to ask you to think about this after the call our in-format changes. How many of you have pulled all-nighters or stayed up awake for more than 24 hours? Ah, uh, how about 201 uh, hours straight? That's a little I bit different. No. Not 201 no. hours. Okay. Well, was, well, there's a radio announcer who did it in 1959, and we're going to talk about that. It's a documentary that you're going to hear. You're going to hear a little the documentary on what happened to him, and you're going to hear some promos and some jingles and some news reports about the event that actually aired on WMGM in New York City in, 19, in January of 1959. In a classic air check section, we're going back to September 2nd, 1966, and we're going to listen to Clark Weber from WLS AM in Chicago. And when you listen to this radio station, you're going to see something a little different. Yes, they were a top 40 radio station, but I didn't realize is at least during the middays, they were more of an MOR top 40 radio station. So you get to hear what they sounded like on Friday, September 2nd, 1966. And finally, we're traveling to Las Vegas, Nevada, and we're going to hear something you don't hear very often anymore these days. Smooth jazz plus variety hits on KUNV-FM, owned and operated by the University of Nevada, Las Vegas. So all in all, we've got a busy show this week. And, of course, we'll have some talk. We've got the whole panel here. So I'll turn it over to you, Bill, and get the show rolling. Well, first of all, I want to say welcome back to Chris. He was gone last week for board meetings yeah. or something. Actually, it's interesting. What happened was I was doing a presentation about our chapter at a, at a thing run by the Mass Association of the Blind, and they sent an email around about 5 o'clock that that was the last in-person meeting of anything they were going to have. Everything else, that their support groups and everything else was going to be done by phone. And, of course, that was the new uh, way of the world as of, you know, Wednesday, Thursday is when that ramped up. And so uh, that's uh, – <laughs> I. I was the last, uh, probably the last uh, one to go to a meeting that uh, that you even know. There was a live meeting, and for many, many, many weeks at least. 
But I just wanted to tell you, you were missed last week. So, uh, you know, so uh, we've got to we've got to put that out there. But now if you guys are getting nuts, going nuts like I am, because you can't go out anywhere because that now they even they even closed the shopping malls and everything else is closed (laughs) around here. Well, wow. Just, after, just turn after, on the legend and listen to some right. good music, or turn on whatever favorite internet That's station right. you have on it. I was saying that today. I was, I was, you know, I, I was listening to the news. I was getting tense. Things were kind of getting kind of crazy at work. We're going to stay open. But we're we're juggling our schedules and doing different things. Although I already work at home, but for a lot of people, it's changes. And so I was like, I was getting tense. I threw on the legend, Robbie the robot, before Steve, and then Steve just calmed me down. It really is good medicine. And the legend is giving away toilet paper right here. Yeah, I think so. You know what, though, Chris? I would you're probably getting this if they were. You're probably getting. You, you have to go though, to Chris Bill's for... house to get it. I think. Uh, yeah. I think Jennifer's going to give it out at the door. So yeah, yeah. right. You're probably getting tense, Chris, for other reasons too. You know, with all the Patriots and the Red Sox news. Oh that, yeah, that we got great there. sports news up here lately. <laughs> oh, everything's wonderful. Well, what great we're week. going to do is listen to Jeff's award-winning news. And then we'll hear a little calls and feedback. We've got a nice one from Arizona we'll listen to. And then we'll come back. I'm going to ask a few questions. And and that's all i got to do because Chris and Sean will take it away. There you go. I'm Jeff Bennett for All Things Radio, and here's what's happening in the world of broadcasting. The coronavirus virus continues to make radio news. Townscrew Media and Salem Media report their fourth quarter revenue results. We'll let you know what's happening on the street, and we'll begin our look at the Nielsen February Personal People Media ratings. To say it was a busy week this week in the world of broadcasting would certainly be an understatement. The buzzword you're hearing these days is coronavirus, or COVID-19, and many, many radio stations are being affected by this. First of all, let's take a look at Cumulus Media, whose Atlantic cluster has been affected. One of their staff members has been infected with the COVID-19 virus, and the staff is under quarantine. Many radio hosts are doing their shows from home, and of course, with voice tracking, this is all quite possible. Beasley Media is also taking precautions. While no one at Beasley Media has been affected by the virus, Beasley Media staff are being urged to work at home, and that's what's going to happen for the next few months. In the case of iHeartMedia, the Music Awards Festival has been canceled and will be rescheduled later on this year. In the case of the Billboard 2020 Music Awards that was scheduled for April, has also been canceled and will be rescheduled. Other events that provide revenue for radio and television include the Kentucky Derby, which is also being canceled and will be rescheduled for some time in September. And let's not forget about the American Country Music Awards. That has also been canceled and will be rescheduled for some time later on this year. If you watch NBC's Today Show, you'll notice some changes. Al Roker and Craig Melvin are missing. Both were exposed to the COVID-19 virus and are under self-quarantine at home. Another change to the Today Show is with Savannah Guthrie, another host of the Today Show, who will be doing her show from home. She says she's suffering from a sore throat and doesn't want to expose any of the staff members to a possible infection. Hoda Cuppy will continue doing the show from the studios at Rockefeller Center. In other news, major radio groups continue to report their fourth quarter revenue results. In the case of Salem, their revenue was down 3.8%. In the case of their digital and publishing arm, that revenue was down 15%. In the case of Town Square Media, their revenue was up 2.9%. Town Square Media is not only a radio company, but it is a company that produces live events, which is a major source of income for this radio company as well. However, what will happen with Town Square 
media because of the COVID-19 virus. We really don't know at this time, but with all major events being canceled, that's definitely going to have a bottom line effect on their revenue in the first quarter of 2020. Now let's take a quick look and find out what's happening on the street. It's official. The transfer of ownership of radio station KFMB AM and KFMB FM in San Diego, California is a done deal. Tecta has sold the radio stations to local media. However, local media has sold KFMB AM to iHeartMedia. Right now, KFMB AM is simulcasting the programming of radio station KOGO AM. They transmit on a frequency of 600 in San Diego, California. But according to reliable sources, iHeartMedia is flipping KFMB AM to an all-sports radio station. But what of KFMB FM? At this time, KFMB FM continues its variety, its format, without any radio announcers. We'll let you know what's going on with KFMB FM and KFMB AM in a future All Things Radio live broadcast. If you're a radio station affected by the COVID-19 virus, there is help. Many of the companies that syndicate radio shows are allowing those shows to be syndicated for free. An example is Armstrong and Getty, who syndicates a morning show out of Sacramento, California. They're allowing that show to be syndicated to radio stations affected by the virus. If there's no other radio station in that radio market currently carrying the Armstrong and Getty morning show, ABC Radio, as well as United Stations, are also offering their syndicated programming for free to affected radio stations as well. And if you're a Westwood One affiliate affected by the cancellation of the NCAA games and March Madness, Westwood One will be broadcasting old NCAA March Madness games. It all starts on March 19th. Now it's time to begin our look at the Nielsen February Personal People Meter Ratings. And on the first day of ratings, it looks like Philadelphia, Pennsylvania's rock stations dominate. In New York City, things are status quo. The number one rec radio station is WLTWFM with an adult contemporary format. The number two rec radio station is WSKQFM with a Spanish tropical format. And finally, the number three rec radio station in New York City is WBLSFM with an urban adult contemporary format. In Los Angeles, California, things are also status quo. The number one rec radio station is KOSTFM with an adult contemporary format. The number two rec radio station is KRTHFM with a classic hits format. And finally, the number three rec radio station in Los Angeles, California is KTWVFM with the rhythmic adult contemporary format. In Chicago, Illinois, guess who's back on top? The number one rec radio station is WBBM AM with its all-news operation. The number two rec radio station is WTMX-FM with a hot adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three rec radio station in Chicago, Illinois, is WDRV-FM with a classic rock format. But what about WGN-AM, which is owned and operated by Nexstar? Well, the station isn't doing that bad. They've actually gone up in the ratings. They're number nine with a 3.9 share of the audience. In San Francisco, California, news and news talk reign supreme. The number one rec radio station is KCBS-AM with its all-news operation operation. The number two rank radio station is KQED-FM. That's the public broadcaster with a news talk and information format. And finally, the number three rank radio station in San Francisco, California is KOIT-FM with an adult contemporary format. In Dallas, Texas, the number one rank radio station is KLTY-FM with an adult contemporary Christian format. The number two rank radio station is KHKS-FM with a pop CHR format. And finally, the number three rank radio station in Dallas, Texas is KSCS-FM with a country format. In Houston, Texas, the number one rec radio station is KODA-FM with an adult contemporary format. The number two rec radio station is KGLK-FM with a classic rock format. And finally, the number three rec radio station in Houston, Texas is KMJQ-FM with an urban adult contemporary format. In Atlanta, Georgia, the number one rec radio station is WSB-AM with a news talk and information format. 
The number two rank radio station is WVEEFM with an urban format. And finally, the number three rank radio station in Atlanta, Georgia is WSRVFM with a classic its format. In Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, rock definitely reigns supreme, and both stations are owned and operated by Beasley Media. The number one rank radio station is WMMRFM with a rock format. The number two rank radio station is WMGKFM with a classic rock format. And finally, the number three rank radio station in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania is WDASFM with a but in all contemporary format. Out of Long Island, things are rather status quo. The number one rank radio station is WCBS-FM with a classic its format. The number two rank radio station is WHTZ-FM with a pop CHR format. And finally, the number three rank radio station is WFAN-FM with an all-sports format. In Riverside, California, things are also status quo. The number one rank radio station is KLYY-FM with a Spanish adult its format. The number two rank radio station is KOLA-FM with a classic its format. And finally, the number three rank radio station in Riverside, California is KFRG-FM with a country format. In San Jose, California, the number one rank radio station is KBAY-FM with a classic its format. The number two rank radio station is KQED-FM. That's the public radio station with a news, talk, and information format. And finally, the number three rank radio station in San Jose, California is KEZR-FM with a hot and local contemporary format. Finally, out of New Jersey, and that encompasses the counties of Middlesex, Somerset, and Union, the number one rank radio station is WAXQ-FM with a classic rock format. The number two rank radio station is WCBS-FM with a classic hits format. And finally, the number three rank radio station is WBLS-FM with an original contemporary format. Next week, we'll continue our look at the Nielsen February Personal People Meter Ratings. According to media monitors, here are the top commercials you heard on the radio this past week. Number one is Progressive Insurance, followed by, indeed, the employment recruiting firm, Wendy's, Home Depot, and Geico Insurance. Finally, we couldn't end this all-things radio newscast without talking about Tom Brady, who spent his entire career as a quarterback for the New England Patriots. Tom Brady began his career some 21 years ago, but it's all coming to an end. Unable to work out a contract agreement with the New England Patriots, Tom Brady is now a free agent, and according to reliable sources, he'll be signing a multi-year contract with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. If you have any comments concerning this portion of the podcast, there are many ways you can get in touch with me. First of all, you can send me an email. My email address is Jeff. That's J-E-F-F Jeff at allthingsradio.net. Or you can send me a voicemail with our feedback line. The phone number is 800-693-0595. That's 800-693-0595. And hit option two for the podcast team. For All Things Radio, I'm Jeff Bennett. It's time once again for listener calls and feedback. To get in touch with the podcast team, call 800-693-0595. And hit option two for the podcast team. It's Connie. I just had a question. Are uh, radio stations still under the requirements to air public service announcements as part of their programming? Because a lot of stations don't. And speaking of smaller stations, I don't know if you covered this or not. KDRI in Tucson, but Lady A gets her. Thank you. Listener comments are always welcome. So give us a call on that feedback line, 800-693-0595. That's 800 800- 693-0595 and hit option two for the podcast team. Thank you very much, Jeff. No problem. Let's look at the public service announcements. They're not required to necessarily run public service announcements, but they are required to have some sort of public service programming. And a lot of the radio stations that do public service programming do, do things like a Sunday morning public service show. They might have uh, yeah. religion on the line, or they might have a, a news interview show or something of that nature. So they they do they do do public service programming and they also have to public service announcements but a lot of times those announcements are buried at night or buried at times when they don't have a high commercial load so yes they do carry programming they don't necessarily have to have news anymore 
uh, stations don't have to have news. A good example of that is, uh, is uh, well, in San Diego, KFMB FM. Well, but they're going to be changing their calls very shortly. They don't have any news whatsoever. And that's one of the, one example of a radio station that doesn't do news. Other, there are others stations. as well. well. Sports stations don't do news, really. They've, they've got their sports news, but they don't do, do news unless there's something like this that's been yeah. going on. <clears> Most you know, stations an announcement on, on the virus news, or something, really. they might throw it in, but they wouldn't have a newscast. Yeah. Most stations well, don't do news, actually. Uh, yeah, I mean, the ones that do news are after either, morning. Either, yeah, the morning either, drive either, is That's news. it. Yeah. No, no news after the mornings. But there are some that do. We have some hands raised. So let's go with Joe out in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Let me get you unmuted here, Joe. Go ahead, Joe. Okay. Hi. Thank you. This is Joe. A sign of the time yesterday on KKOB 96.3770. Anyway, they said any, any restaurant that's starting out a takeout business, you can call us up and we will mention this free of charge. Well, that's no, that, uh, something. Yeah, they're doing that here. I think they're, they're doing, doing that, that everywhere, yeah. actually. Yeah, our, our local morning talk show, Todd and Don, Basically, their whole show yesterday morning was businesses that have had to adjust, you know, their on how they're still doing it. Any quarter, even you know, not just restaurants, but all, they allowed them all to call in and plug and give themselves. So that that was basically their whole show yesterday, and a lot of their show today. And they said they're going to continue doing it. Yeah, at least I on have, that I have show. kind of a history question because I'm thinking of two uh, things that happened. In 1961, and, and these things were, when, when this changed, but in ni- 1961 and 1968, I have an air check from 61 of uh, April 13th of 1961, an hour of the Carl DeSouza show. And on the news and so forth was the first uh, space flight ever, Yuri Gagarin. Carl DeSouza, yeah, well, he sometimes kind of put people to sleep. Carl DeSouza never mentioned it. During the show, he did the weather, he did the did some sports scores, he did, uh, you know, uh, told a couple of jokes, played some songs. Never mentioned that. And after, and a friend of ours uh, named uh, Irish Mike from Ohio told the story in 1968, the Tigers won the World Series. They uh, did their NBC postgame show, because, of course, the, that was where the series was. Went back to WJR. The only thing the afternoon DJ was going to be on for another hour or so said, we won't play any unhappy songs today. It's a nice day. And never mentioned the Tigers at all. You know, when did it become that the shows, any show nowadays would mention the virus at least once an hour? Just the idea of, well, you know, I know you're home today. So kind of kick back and listen to this nice soft song. Everybody mentions the virus or any big current event within the show. When did that blur? When did that start? And how did it start? I, I'm, Do we I'm even wondering know? If I'm one, I don't know if that it, there's an answer to that, Chris, because it, think about it this way. Uh, and, and, I'm going back to New York City when WINS went to its all-news format, and, and that made people aware of things a lot. A lot. And, and radio has changed since then. Uh, they have to be current because if they're not current, they're, they're not going to have listeners. I mean, let's face it. Yes, people are listening to radio, but I think a lot more people are tuning to television for what's going on in the news. Do you think it was Imus? I'm wondering if it was Imus because I'm just uh, thinking you of might the kind be right. of show he did. You, you might know? be right. Imus is one, and uh, – there are others. There are the others who have d- d- did talk and uh, more news and talk rather than playing music. I miss, but I miss his one because he he did introduce the political talk show and the interview and everything else. So I mean, I mean, he really was revolutionary in that in that way. We have a hand raised from from Mike out in the uh, Aventura, Florida. So let me get you going here, Mike. Go ahead, Mike. Hey, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I just wanted to say that um, the uh, Miami radio has really, um, the sports broadcasting is still sports, but they're doing a lot of talk now on the uh, Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, well, Mike, you didn't go uh, to spring break. Mike, you didn't go to spring break, did you? No. Oh, good. You know, you know, what, they're, uh, you know what they're saying. I just didn't want you to condemn you know, you know, our airways. Yeah, they, they play. Yeah, they played a lot of the spring break highlights from some of those kids on our sports station. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah they were doing that here today too. God, but crazy. You know what? You know, but you know what? You know what they're saying, Sean and Chris, is they're saying that sports radio stations will do better, not because they're 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 not talking sports. But because they they and I'm talking about the larger. I'm not talking about the satellite delivered ones where they only have ESPN or Fox Sports Radio or SB Sports Nation or CBS Sports. But the ones that are doing local talk, a local sports talk, yeah. are doing better because they know that they have to meld other things. They've always been doing it anyway. If you listen to WFAN and you listen to their sports yeah. show, they they talk about everything else besides sports. We're yes. the sports-centric conversation, and you notice the same thing on WEEI-FM as well, and you also notice the same thing on WBZ-FM uh, as well. They, they, yep. they, they're all doing I, it. I, next year, next I month, it'll be interesting to see. Remember how last uh, time we talked about every number one was a Christmas format? We'll see if all the number ones in all the cities are the news format this this next month. Yeah, I bet they are. Like, I, I mean, even our station here, 1049 The Horn, they've been talking about the businesses and giving people information. I mean, yeah, they've had free agency talk the last couple of days because of the signings and everything. But, I mean, I think the sports and even even the national, Fox Sports Radio on a lot of their sports updates before the free agency talk came in, they were giving, uh, you know, coronavirus updates even on, on their little, what they call their what's trending is on the top and bottom of the hour. They, you know, they, they've been giving it. I uh, haven't heard a lot of ESPN, but some of the others that I've heard, I mean, the local ones have done better. But I will say the sports stations, like I said, they don't they don't have an agenda. I mean, you still have your certain, I mean, your certain shows, your Coast Coast AM and those type shows. Oh, they've been have. Hey, this is their new alien and UFO talk on there. Oh yeah. So, but here's the problem. But, here's the problem you're going to run into, Sean. A month down the road, two months down the road, three months, four months, five months, six months, six months down the road. You know, the yes, the virus is going to still be news. But but the sports radio stations are could end up suffering at that point if they can't figure out a way to reinvent themselves in some way. That's going to be the problem. Yeah, they, and they've talked. They've actually talked about that. Our local station here on the air. That's why their one show is doing a lot of like sports history and reviewing reviewing sports movies. But even they say, hey, what if this gets into four months? How are we going to keep? I mean, they've the openly thing, talked about that. The other thing, too, some of the guys are political. One, But the good thing that you hear is one host might be liberal, the other might be conservative or pro-Trump, anti-Trump or whatever. And then you can get into a thing where people, uh, you know, they may be just uh, both agreeing, yeah, we've got to deal with this virus. Yeah, we should do this. They might agree on what to do, but they might argue about a little bit about is, is, is this, should this be done? Should that be done? What is our state doing enough? And the thing is, but really they don't program – you know, in because they put them in there for sports. You know, okay, here's a former player, here's yeah. a good sports announcer. But they might be liberal and conservative, and that makes better talk radio if they did that more often with you know with talk shows and had a liberal and a conservative or a moderate and a liberal or moderate this conservative. You might get better talk to shows too. It, you know, it, 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 it might it, cause <clears throat> regular talk shows to adjust. Well, it also might it may give a final revival or a little bit of a revival, at least temporarily for radio. I don't know about that. There's an infinite dial study that's going on right now, and we'll talk about this next week because I haven't read it. But podcasting, as um, as Mike and Bill have talked to me, and we, we three of us have all talked about it a lot, is becoming big business. Will it stay that way? Will it get oversaturated? I believe yes. I believe that podcasting is a thing. 
but the ones that don't do well will disappear, and the ones that do well will will continue running. But that's what's going well, on. The legend Just podcasts are going to the top of the heap. I know that. That's so right. We're sure Here's the other that. one. Yeah. Here's the other news. If for those who didn't know about it, and I'm trying to give this news because I'll talk about it next week as well. But for those, WGN has has fired their evening host Justin Kaufman. Uh, he handled 7 p.m. to 11 p.m. And they're going to use the person who does their business talk show to do evenings on that radio station. Um, I don't know what the rest of the schedule is going to, if there are going to be other changes. They have, if you listen to WGNAM and you live in Chicago because you won't hear it on the internet, they have some reverb in the audio. So that sounds like a top 40 radio station with just a little bit of reverb. And they also have jingles, which they never had before. And the, and the morning show from K Rock in LA, Kevin in the morning used to be Kevin and Bean. He's that gone. Staff. Yeah, they're gone. gone, and they're replacing it with their afternoon show. Hey, Joe, Sean, you want, I'm going to take a vacation. You want to do my radio news next week? Sure, <laughs> sure, yeah. <laughs> well, we have we have a loyal correspondent, our friend Amber, out in Southern yeah, California. UK, we, yeah, every day we Kevin get updates fan. on L.A. radio. You know, we hear it all about Kevin being gone. You're, you're, you're pretty up on the radio news. Shabila, I'm going to turn it over to you. Let's yeah, see. Let's 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 let me make a quick note here. Um, Perry, you still there? Don't we have a couple raised hands here? That we no hands, no, no hands. No hands raised. I'm hearing hands raised. What's going on here? Oh, hold on a second. No, I don't see it. Nope, I don't see any. Oh. Ah. Well, well, now we, we have one hand. There's one right now. Yes, Nolan Parrish. Oh, okay. Nolan, Go ahead, Nolan. It's, it needs to be on radio. Hello? Oh, yes. that's not Nolan. Hello, this is Marty. Hey, Marty. Oh, Mar- yeah, Sorry. Marty. Marty. No, wait a second. You must be the guy that wrote to me. I did. And... I'm not going to – I'll let you introduce yourself, and I'm sorry I didn't recognize your voice. Uh, Marty is from Seattle yeah, – well, works okay. in Seattle, Washington. And, uh, Marty, I did think of you, and uh, I did, I'm did. i trying to get some air checks of KOL and KJR so uh, from the 60s. So I'll try to get that for you. But maybe you could tell people just a very brief bit about yourself since I gave you the phone number to call in. Uh, you might as well talk about yourself because you are still working in radio a little bit. A little bit, yeah. I, uh, uh, I'm i blind, and I worked in radio for about, well, 46 years, counting college, um, and 42 if you don't. Um, <laughs> and I grew up in Seattle. I'm living in Modesto, California now, um, but I have spent most of my time out west, so I'm kind of getting an education about these East Coast stations, many of whom I'd you know heard of but had not had a chance to hear. And mm-hmm. uh, so that's been kind of fun uh, to – You'll hear about WAAF, and I do remember as a, a, a youngster, about nine years old, getting WBZ when they were top forty, and then they changed. And yeah, you know, where, where were you at the, when you got that? Was you in uh, Washington State? I was in Washington State. It was late at night. Yeah, wow, that's that's cool. What was your favorite radio station yeah, in Washington yeah. State when you grew up? Was it KGR? Or was it KOL? KOL. Okay. How, and did For you, the did, reason. Yeah. Go ahead. For the reason, yeah, for the reason that um, KJR was probably the more popular one, but KOL just played music and shut up. Uh, KJR, you know, intertwined with the same music. Um, they would have to always tell you how good they were, and they were pretty good. Um, mm-hmm. I asked a guy one time named Mike Phillips. I don't know if you ever heard of Mike Phillips. We know um, Mike Phillips because he worked he was, at WWDJ in Hackensack, New Jersey, back in 1971. So we, he came to New York City for a while. That's Yeah. Well, I knew him. He was a consultant for the oldie station I worked at in Stockton. 
And I asked Mike, I said, you know, you've worked at some great radio stations, Mike, like WWDJ, you just named one, KGW in Portland, Kiss and Nighty Wonderful in Portland, KJR, K-Earth 101, KFRC. And I said, Mike, what's the most dominant of the radio stations you worked at? And he, he didn't even have to think. He goes, KJR. They were just tremendous. Well, but you know what? I, I, I do have an air check of him. I know I think I can get an air check of him from KJR. So if you listen during the week, uh, in the next few weeks, I'll try to get that on for you. Hey, that'd be great. Yeah, I like that. And like I, like I said, I had friends of mine who lived in Seattle, ham radio operator friends of mine who lived in Seattle. And uh, I was really glad to get your letter when you wrote me, Jeff, Jeff at allthingsradio.net. And I really enjoyed hearing from you. And thank you very much. And you're always welcome to join the panel or to be on the show. Yeah, or to, chime in, man. Or to chime in whenever you'd like to, Marty. And we're here every Thursday night from 6.30 our time, uh, 3.30 on the West to 8 o'clock. So you're always welcome to join us. Hey, appreciate you all you guys. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. Go ahead, Bill. All right. Thanks for calling in, Marty. Call in any time. And if anybody wants to leave feedback, I'm going to steal something from Sean here. 800-693-0595, option two. Leave your feedback. And maybe Jeff will play it, and maybe he won't. He usually does. You never know what (laughs) Jeff's going to do. You just got me in trouble, Bill. You realize that. (laughs) I'm just messing with you, Jeff. I know. I think he's stealing our sports line voicemail, too. Yeah, that's why we don't get any. Yeah, he's he's listening to it all stuff. No, I don't get get your sports. I believe me, I don't. No. (laughs) Well, then there isn't isn't any. We're still waiting. We're going to cook up a swell prize if we can uh, ever get any. So So, there you go. But I guess we better do Jennifer's call letter and format changes. She's getting mad. The only thing that I can tell you that she said this week was boring. And if you listen yeah. to well, it, I then think you'll figure it, out why. You know, it, it's such, such an uncertain time. I don't think anybody wants to change much of anything about anything right now until they know how long this is going to be. They want to make well, sure we'll see what happens in the in the fall uh, or, you know, they want to make in, sure in the early working. summer, too. Yeah, no, I'm saying, you know, I, this this right now is it's just too crazy. I, unless unless obviously you have to because people are infected and you got to go voice track and do those kinds of things, but you know. Well, here we go. Hello everyone. I'm Jennifer Sparks and here are your call letter and format changes for the week of March 19th. KCMM 99.1 Belgrade, Montana changes slogan from the one to KCMM 99.1 the one. KCSY 106.3 Twisp, Washington changes slogan from Sunny FM to Sunny FM KCSY KNGN 1360 FM KVDW fifteen thirty England Arkansas changes slogan from Victory fifteen thirty AM to Victory fifteen thirty AM one hundred point nine FM ninety five point three FM WBPZ 
1230, Lock Haven, Pennsylvania, changes format from oldies to classic hits and changes slogan from AM 1230 WBPZ to AM 1230 FM 96.9 WDAY 970, Fargo, North Dakota, changes slogan from News Talk Sports to News Talk 970 WDAY WGMI 1440 Bremen, Georgia changes format from Contemporary Christian to Southern Gospel WGPA 1100 Bethlehem, Pennsylvania changes primary format from Variety to Oldies and adds secondary format talk WLNG 92.1 Sag Harbor, New York changes format from oldies to classic hits and changes slogan to WLNG. KMZK 106.9 Clifton, Colorado changes format from rock to modern alternative rock. KYMN 1080 Northfield, Minnesota changes slogan from the one to the 195 FM 1080 AM WAFN 92.7 Arab Alabama changes format from oldies to classic hits WAHT 1560 Clemson South Carolina changes city of license from Clemson to Calpins WKLG 102.1 Rock Harbor Florida changes format from Adult Alternative to Country, WKWC 90.3, Owensboro, Kentucky, changes slogan from 90.3, WKWC, Panther Radio to Panther Radio, WPFG 91.3, Carlisle, Pennsylvania, changes slogan from 91.3, The Bridge to The Bridge 91.3 FM and 93.1. FM. W-R-A-Y 1250 Princeton, Indiana changes slogan from News Talk AM 1250 to News Talk AM 1250 FM 94.3 WSLD 104.5 Whitewater, Wisconsin changes slogan from Your Home in the Country to 104.5 WSLD Country WVZN 1580 Columbus, Pennsylvania changes city of license from Columbus to Columbia. WXRL 1300 Lancaster, New York changes slogan from Super Country WXRL AM 1300 to WXRL AM 1300 AM and 95.5 FM. KAWR 98.7 Reliance, Wyoming changes format from format not available to contemporary Christian and adds network provider Air One and adds slogan Air One. KDDB 102.7 Waipahu, Hawaii changes format from rhythmic CHR to CHR. KQMQ 
FM 93.1 Honolulu, Hawaii, changes format from ethnic to rhythmic CHR and changes slogan from 93.1 Da Pina to High 93. KRDS 104.1 Silverton, Colorado, changes slogan from your brand of country to KRSJ 100.5 FM. KRSJ 100.5 FM, Durango, Colorado, changes slogan from your brand of country to KRSJ 100.5 FM. WBBA FM 97.5, Pittsfield, Illinois, changes slogan from full service radio, WBBA to WBBA 97.5 FM, WBGY 88.1, Everglades City, Florida, changes city of license from Everglades City to Naples, WBT 1110, Charlotte, North Carolina, changes slogan from News Talk Radio to News Talk 1110 and 99.3 WBT WBT FM 99.3 Chester, South Carolina changes slogan from News Talk Radios to News Talk 1110 and 99.3 WBT WCHX 105.5 Lewiston, Pennsylvania changes slogan from Chicks 105 to the Waniata Valley's Rock Station WCKG 1530 Elmhurst, Illinois changes slogan from Chicago Sports Talk to Sports Book Radio. WITZ FM 104.7 Jasper, Indiana changes slogan from everything you need every day to WITZ FM 104.7. WJBM 1480 Jerseyville, Illinois changes format from talk to country and changes slogan from talk of the town to real country. WJHS 91.5 Columbia City, Indiana changes format from adult alternative to variety. WJRI 1340 Lenoir, South Carolina changes slogan from Just Right Radio to Star 100.5 and 94.7. WKGX 1080 Lenoir, North Carolina Carolina changes slogan from classic hits 1080 105.5 to classic hits 104.5 and 99.5. WLLY 1350 Wilson, North Carolina changes slogan from We Love Loving You to WLLY 1350. WXBM FM 102.7 Milton, Florida changes slogan from Nash FM 102.7 to 102.7 WXBM. KCUL FM 92.3 Marshall, Texas changes calls to KPRO FM. KHTZ FM 92.7 Burns, Oregon changes calls to KSQB FM. KTHS FM 107.1 Berryville
Bill Arkansas changes slogan from your country to your country 107.1. WCJO 97.7 Jackson, Ohio changes network provider from Westwood One Hot Country to Skyview Mainstream Country. WCMI FM 92.7 Catlettsburg, Kentucky changes slogan from 92.7 The Planet to 92.7 and 98.5 The Planet. WKVB FM 107.9 Port Matilda, Pennsylvania changes calls to WKPA FM. WBZU FM 107.3 Westboro, Massachusetts changes calls to WKVB FM. WLOC 1180 Munfordville, Kentucky changes slogan from Studio 101 to Studio 101.7. WNUE FM 98.1 Deltona, Florida changes slogan from Salsa 98.1 to 98.1 Salsa y Mas. WYPC 1330 Wellston, Ohio changes slogan from Fox Sports to Fox Sports 1130 AM and 105.3 FM. WYRO 98.7 MacArthur, Ohio changes network provider from Westwood One Classic Rock to Skyview Classic Rock. The following stations have signed off the air. WGMX 94.3 Marathon, Florida. WK WKEY FM 93.7 Key West, Florida. WKEZ FM 96.9 Tavernier, Florida. WPFR 1480 Terre Haute, Indiana. WPFR FM 93.7 Clinton, Indiana. KZTI 105.3 Fallon Station, Nevada. WCMX 1000 Leominster, Massachusetts, WJXP 90.1 Fitchburg, Massachusetts, WSPS 90.5 Concord, New Hampshire, WUOG 90.5 Athens, Georgia. And those are your call letter and format changes for this week for All Things Radio. I'm Jennifer Sparks, wishing all of you a good week. First of all, thank you very much, Jennifer. And what a busy week she had right, this week, huh, Bill? But, but, right. But let me explain one thing. Something went wrong, and she had to record that two times to wow. have to go through all of those um, call letter and f- format she changes. She had to say so. Lemonster and all those weird and uh, whatever that valley is in Pennsylvania. And, uh, that's no fun. Uh, uh, hey, Jeff, how long was WLNG an oldie station? It was 40, 50 years or something, right? At least. When I first heard them, when they first came on the air, they were doing middle of the road, and they were not uh, doing oldies. Um, and then it, when Paul Sidney bought them, and he, and he ran them, but he ran them, or, and that's when they became oldies. And they've been oldies for almost 50 years. And, yeah. Uh, but the big, you know what the big problem they're having is? Not that they don't have listeners, but but – you know, with advertising agencies, they don't want to buy to an old, old, old audience no. like, like us. And that's the problem they're having, to, they're running no. into. And so that's why they had and, to modernize. One time, Bob Bittner, the guy who runs WJIB, which unfortunately is not on the internet because he'll never get involved with that. He doesn't want to pay the rights fees. And, you know, he's just doing it to enjoy running his radio station over the air in Maine and, and uh, Massachusetts. But 
He said the reason they don't cater, it's not that older people don't go on cruises, older people don't buy cars, older people don't, they don't go into debt. And that's where what they want you to do. They want you're you right. to charge and, things, they, you know, and we're and not going to do that because we're not going to live to pay it off. We and you, you, it know what, and you know what the other thing is? The older, while the older people spend money, the younger people are more likely to spend more money. And that's, that's right. the big thing. Even if they don't have right. it, they're likely to spend more money. So that's, 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 that's the thing. Now, I want to ask you guys a question because I, I was talking about you to see you guys beforehand. And, well, I'm going to start with you, Bill. How, is, how long, what's the longest you ever stayed awake in one, at, at one time? Probably a little over a day, maybe. A day? Okay. Maybe. Chris, how about you? Well, the thing I've told the story on here before about the 5th and 6th of June of 1968, I was a, a college student, but I wasn't doing anything that summer between my freshman and sophomore year at BU, Boston University. So I was awake and I was listening to the and, and I usually woke up about 11 in the morning today. I sleep between about 3 and 11 in the morning. You know, I'd like to stay up and listen to the uh, ball games and all that. So I was had gotten out, woken up around 11, got to the uh, California primary and we were into Wednesday morning in the east. Going on WOR because they had the uh, you know the, they had somebody out there covering it wasn't Les Smith but they had a, you know, an RKO person out there covering it for them and I was listening to Bobby Kennedy's speech I heard that speech and then uh, they said there's some confusion in the hall we don't know what's going on now you didn't hear Andrew West till later that was mutual I wasn't listening to mutual and actually that was a tape when you hear him with that he stops the tape and starts the tape so I'm not even sure that was heard live on mutual I don't think it was but anyway the, getting back to WOR. So they're switching. They had somebody at the studio, and they're trying to figure out what's going on. And eventually, I, they figured out that, uh, that he'd been shot. So then I flipped over BZ, switched quickly to KFWB. Anyway, I got involved in the coverage of that, and I and I said, "Oh, I got to tell my mother about this." And she wakes up at seven to get my brothers off to school and get ready for work and all. That. So I woke her up. I told her about it. Of course, she flipped it on TV. I probably uh, probably took a cat nap. Because I wasn't used to taking naps. I'm old now. I take naps all the time. I, you know, I probably took a cat nap probably about uh, the middle of the afternoon. I was probably awake uh, more than 24 hours. And that was my first all-nighter. Ever talked about proms or parties or something? That was my first all-nighter, the Bobby Kennedy assassination. Okay. Sean, how about you? How long have you, have you ever stayed up? I made it 42 hours that I can remember. Not bad. It was just, Not bad. It was a cra- it was- it was a crazy party weekend, one Memorial Day weekend. So, so it's not 42 hours you remember. It's 42 <laughs> hours they told you you were awake is what it is. Yeah, right? I, yeah I, I passed out. Basically. Yeah, okay. there you go. Okay. Harry, what about you? I would probably say somewhere right around 30 hours. <laughs> Me? I can only tell you that I, that I don't really remember ever staying up that long, but I'm sure I did at some point. But imagine well, Gary, too. Like, you yeah, do, oh, you, Gary, yeah. Jeff, you do odd things when you're in college, you know. I know. But, but part of the problem with me is I don't. I sleep in shifts sometimes. I'll, know it's, I'll go to bed at, 11, at 10 o'clock. I'll be up uh, 11 o'clock at night. I'll be up at 3 or 4 in the morning. And sometimes I'll take a cat nap later on. But I've done this for a, lot, a long time. How about you, Gary? How about you? I think about 45 or 50 hours because I was moving and I had to keep packing. Whoa. And I needed to get out quick. Because I had a way out, <laughs> and so uh, I mean, uh, you know, I left everybody on good terms, but I had a uh, truck. There was a deadline. So, that's what you're saying? Yeah, okay. So I was well, packing for uh, that. Okay. Let's. Just, I want to bring the scenario here, and then Bill's going to play the feature. Imagine raising money for the March of Dimes and staying up for 201 hours straight. That's eight days. 201 hours. One hour short of one hour short of eight days exactly. And you're. 
Uh, that radio announcer. No, it's was... a little over. Yeah, one ninety two is. Oh eight. no, it's a little yeah. over eight days. Yeah, ten and yeah. nine hours over eight days. And yeah. your and your Peter Trip, you're the curly headed kid in the third row. That's what he used to call himself. He came to New York City on a WMGM in nineteen fifty five after working at WHB in Kansas City, Missouri, and he got caught up in the payola scandals in nineteen sixty. But in nineteen fifty nine, he did this, and it was a sleep study or a study they were they were doing a bunch of psychiatrists, and he was going to raise money for the Mother's March of Dimes. And when you hear this, I felt that I've known about this for a long, long time, and I found this thing. There's a lot more on YouTube. I only took the condensed version and 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 edited it and, and pay, piggyback the news reports that they did on WMGM with some MGM jingles, stuff like that. I think you'll find this interesting because it really does have a negative effect on the mind and actually affected this guy for the rest of his life. He passed away in 2000 at the age of 73. But it's interesting to note that if you could stay awake that long, and I don't know that I could do it, but I, it, I didn't realize just how, how much permanent damage something like that could do to you. So, Bill, I'll turn it over to you. True enough. And, Nolan, we do acknowledge your hand, but we've got to get this segment done, and we do acknowledge your hand. And after we get done with this segment, we'll answer your call. New York, January 1959. Scene of the most daring sleep deprivation experiment ever attempted. Disc jockey Peter Tripp decided to raise money for charity by staying awake for 200 hours, eight days and nights. If successful, it was to be the longest period of uninterrupted wakefulness ever recorded. I don't think anyone thought Peter Tripp was going to stay awake more than two or three days. Have you ever tried to stay awake before an exam for one night? It kills you. (laughs) Well, eight days is impossible. Pardon me. In 1953, Jolly West had been a young psychiatrist working at a U.S. Air Force base in Texas. He treated a group of American pilots who had been captured by Chinese communists in the Korean War. The Chinese had tortured the prisoners by preventing them from sleeping. I felt that some of the Air Force POWs had not recovered their former personality function after they returned. Uh, They told me that they weren't themselves. On January 20th, 1959, Tripp launched his attempt to break the world record for sleeplessness. To maximize publicity for the March of Dimes charity, he broadcast his show from a studio in the middle of Times Square. He was a very cheerful, upbeat guy, and that's what we observed at the very beginning. He called himself uh, Mother's Little Curly Head Boy. Way he went. He would spin his records not four hours a day, but 24 hours a day, and he would chatter and answer his phone calls and do the whole disc jockey's shtick. While New Yorkers listened in their millions, the doctors kept Trip under constant observation. As the hours mounted, it became harder for them to keep him awake. studies of sleep deprivation are done, I always wonder what measures they took to keep the person awake. Because when we studied Peter Tripp, that was our objective, to make absolutely certain that he stayed awake, and we did. 
I had the graveyard shift from midnight till 8 o'clock in the morning. I had my eyes focused on that guy because after two or three days, you can imagine, he wanted to play games, you know. He'd want me to look out the window at something. <laughs> well, he'd catnap a few seconds. We never did do that. We wouldn't let him do this. He would say, I'll just go to the bathroom a few minutes and it'll be out. We said, oh, we're going to go to the bathroom with you. Oh, he was mad and incensed, but finally he said, we said, look, if you got the bathroom to sit down, you're going to go to sleep, don't you know? The whole experiment's over. Oh, he said, okay. So as inconvenient and as awkward as it was, we were with this man constantly. By the third day, Tripp's behavior had begun to change. He was abusing everyone around him, even his barber, who he'd known for years. Peter began cursing the barber, really being terrible to him and insulting him, and the barber cried. <laughs> he didn't understand this. He began crying when Peter cursed him. His mean body temperature progressively declined over this period of time, and the lower it went, the crazier he got. Tripp had begun to see things that weren't there. He mistook one of the doctors for an undertaker who'd come to bury him. He ran into the street, terrified. At first, the medical team were puzzled by the hallucinations. But then they made a surprising discovery. When we sleep, we enter a period of REM sleep every 90 minutes. It's during this stage that we dream. Tripp's brainwaves showed that although he was awake, the hallucinations were shadowing the 90-minute cycle of dream sleep. There was a 90-minute cycle of uh, relative confusion and relative clarity that would ebb and flow. And during the time that he would, if he were sleeping, have had uh, REM sleep, those were the times he was most likely to hallucinate. It was as though he were having dreams, uh, some of them with even a nightmarish quality, even though he was awake. He began seeing spiders in his shoes. And he talked about the most fearful of this. He actually could see these spiders in his shoes. He'd take off his shoes and look inside them and say, the, 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 those are spiders. See those spiders in there? If you're seeing and hearing things that aren't there while you're awake, uh, you're mad. If you're asleep, you're normal and having a dream. So it's the question of whether you're awake or asleep that makes the difference. And in his case, since he wasn't allowed to sleep, it's as though his normal dreaming pattern began to show itself. As the 200-hour goal approached, West and Cornelison became increasingly concerned. On the very last night, he was so far out of it uh, that we were hard-pressed to keep from calling an end to the whole thing. But by that time, we were ourselves pulling for him to make it to the end. And we thought that, uh, hey, we're psychiatrists and physicians. We'll keep this guy going and on his feet, even though he's uh, crazy as a loon. After staying awake for 201 hours, Tripp finally went to bed and slept for 24. When he awoke, the delusions had gone. 
At first, he felt that uh, he was unaffected, that he was back to normal, perfectly normal again. But his wife didn't think so. And in fact, their marriage started to go bad after that, and they ended up getting divorced. The man I saw the first morning that he began this, when he was waving at everybody through the class windows and smiling and laughing and joking with us, after the 200 hours had become a changed individual. Radio News reporters bring you news as it happens. It's news, and WMGM Radio will be on the scene broadcasting news in the making, direct from WMGM's cruising radio news patrol. WMGM Radio for all the news. This is WMGM Minuteman John Connolly reporting from the Research Center in the Astor Hotel, where Peter Tripp has just arrived after ringing the bell signaling the start of his participation in the March of Dimes Mother's March. And that concludes his portion on the show. Ted Brown is now doing your hits of the week. At the present time, he is still awake and preparing to undergo examinations. Dr. Lewis West will advise us as soon as Peter goes to sleep so that we may inform you of the exact number of hours, minutes, and seconds of Peter's awakeness. Keep tuned to WMGM, and I'll bring you further reports as they are received here at the Research Center in the Hotel Astor. Unofficially and, of course, unprofessionally, Pete looks fine. This is WMGM Minuteman John Connolly returning you now to Ted Brown and your hits of the week.
in attendance are psychiatrists Dr. Lewis J. West of the University of Oklahoma School of Medicine, Dr. Floyd Cornelis, Dr. Herbert Jansen, Dr. Boyd Lester, Major Harold Williams, psychologist from the Walter Reed Institute of Research, and junior medical student Bob Suda from the University of Oklahoma. A little more than an hour elapsed between the 200-hour goal and the start of Peter's sleep. During that time, he requested a bowl of soup and a moment alone with his wife, Lynn, who was so steadfast and encouraging during the wake-a-thon, serving as a rapport between the many participants and Peter. For 201 hours and 10 minutes, Peter Tripp participated in a noble experiment with a magnanimous gesture for the Mother's March for the March of Dimes. Be sure to give all you can when the Mother's March representative calls at your door. This is WMGM Minuteman John Connolly reporting from the Research Center in the Hotel Astor. Very interesting, Jeff. I don't know that I could do that. I don't, guys. I don't I know that I could. That. No. no, I couldn't do that. No. I've heard another sleep study. What they did, uh, they would uh, watch, and I read about this. They would uh, were watching. This is when people would go to sleep, and you know they'd monitor them. And when they see their eyes start to move for the REM sleep, they would wake them up, and then they'd let them go back to sleep, and the REM sleep would come. They'd wake them up again and do this continuously. And their mood got worse and worse and worse because the REM sleep helps you process. You know how when you, you've got a problem, and even at this time now with the virus, people go to sleep, they feel better about things in the morning. You know, you wake up and you say, okay, it's a new day, we'll, we'll deal with it or whatever. Maybe you're a little bummed by what's been going on. And you wake up because you, you've had dreams, you, you, even if you don't remember them. And they process your, your they, move, they keep, the, keep things moving in your mind. And if, if the REM sleep, sleep is in, un, you know, interrupted, and drugs and alcohol can do that. And that's why people can be depressed because of using those, because, yeah, it gives you the high that you have while you do it. But if you do it every day, if you don't you know, take time off, your REM is going to be messed up and you just don't process things the right and, way. And, that's, the, and that's, the why, that's why Peter's personality had changed so much, because he, even though he was, they said he was dreaming or, or, or had the REM kind of a loop, uh, it wasn't the same. His brain wasn't getting the proper rest it needed, right. and that, that was the problem. He did end up, what happened was after he left New York, the whole payola scandal, he ended up going to Los, uh, San Francisco working at KYA AM and moved to Los Angeles and worked at KGFJ AM. Got out of radio, got into the motivational speaking business and physical fitness business, and he also worked uh, as a stockbroker for a while and passed away at the age of 73 in 2000. So that's what happened to Peter Tripp. Yeah. Very interesting. And Ted Brown there was, was on that oh, yeah. station, and he had uh, later went to WNEW. And on the Giants Network, not the Marty Glickman broadcast, he did football. He did the Giants for a couple of years on their Giants Network, which was separate from WNEW, but that's well, right. As, with and WNEW. As, a, as a matter of fact, Ted Brown has a long story. We, we don't have time to go into it, but 
Um, but he, he he had been at WMGM from night. Well, it was WHN before it was WMGM, and he continued right. working there from 1950 till 62. And then after that, he left and went to WNEW. We do have some hands raised here. Let's go to let's go to uh, Nolan Parrish, I guess, and uh, and uh, and let's uh, unmute him. Go ahead, Nolan. Hey, I just wanted to bring your guys' attention. I may not be able to join you guys on the All Things Radio Live broadcast next Thursday night because I'm going to be hosting a meeting on the Zoom platform from 7 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. I'm sorry, but I'll be okay. joining you. For That's okay. Wednesday we will, we will uh, note that and we'll put that in your attendance we'll book, sure. and uh, yeah, we'll, we'll keep track of that. Okay. Listen to the podcast. That's, That's right. no problem, Nolan. Thank you. Now we've got Mike in uh, Aventura, Florida. Yes, two quick things. Number one, Larry King was doing his show one night when he had a heart attack, and he was so tired, he started to say all kinds of weird stuff on the air. But with me, I have um, non-24 circadian rhythm disorder, and yeah. I became very weak one day. I ended up in the hospital because I was so tired, I didn't know what was going on. I was with a friend of mine. It was really weird. Well, kind of I know, scary. It's very unusual because I've never had that problem. And and the sleeping habits that I have, my parents had. because And I also have the thing. I cannot sleep without something in the background. It has to be a radio. And uh, it, it tends to be WINS because it's the all-news station. That puts me to sleep. We give you 22 minutes, we'll give you the world. Well, give yeah. me about 22 minutes, I'll fall asleep for a while. But I'll keep getting up listening to the news over and over again. So I never really get a lot of sleep. And yet, and yet um, when I was with Kristen, and she didn't seem to mind it, we'd just the coast to coast, and she didn't seem to mind it. But my parents were like that, but they'd go to sleep listening to WOR and Long John Neville and Barry. Oh, yeah. What's Barry Farber at that point? So that's what, that's what she did. So, so what, what can I say? Do we have any we more have, uh, Another hand from Jerry out in Indiana, Pennsylvania. So go ahead, Jerry. Okay, the closest thing we had to a marathon like that, and I can tell you when he did it, uh, some of you guys may have heard of him because he became, uh, his stream, the uh, uh, show was streamed later. Uh, Jim Quinn, who was from Pittsburgh, yep. when Wibbage was on the Drake format, he worked in Philly, uh, Philly, and he called himself Happy Jack there because they weren't allowed to use the real names. And he did... 53 hours and 50 minutes. He started like at, uh, I think it was, uh, yeah, Wednesday night, October 16th, 1968, and went till uh, Friday the 18th at 11.53 uh, p.m. on Wibbage. I don't know they did a study on him, but uh, he um, he just did a show. I th- did it just to do it, I think. Well, Jeff, do you remember good. the episode? There was a Dick Van Dyke episode where they pretended that back in Danville, Illinois, he had done that, Dick Van Dyke, because he had been a DJ at one time. And they I had do remember him, that. They had him, I, I used to love that radio, that, right, radio show. That right. show. And he, they had him doing He didn't do anything bad or, you know, all the Peter Tripp kind of stuff. They had him doing all kinds of goofy things and saying weird things, and it was a, a, a silly episode. But well, yeah, he did it. I don't I know how many that. hours they pretended he stayed awake for. And I but, do remember yeah. that. I love that. And and I yeah. do. I really believe let me, we have... A lady from Knoxville, Tennessee. Karen, go ahead. Oh, we know who that is. Yes, hey. that's me. <laughs> um, when I was about 10 years old, uh, I was living in Nashville, and uh, there was an announcer there, uh, WKDA, that had a marathon, and he started Sunday at noon that week, and he was supposed to go till the next Wednesday 
not the Wednesday after that, but the, a whole week and then a few days. Wow. And he did not make it. But the announcer, there was an announcer who had had a record. His The title, his name was Barney Groven uh, from WKLO in Louisville. And uh, Charlie Brown was the announcer. I don't know if that was his real name, but that's what name he used. Uh, didn't make it. He made it till Friday afternoon of that week and became mm. ill and had to go to the hospital. Right. They took him to the hospital. Yeah, that's another problem, Karen. When if you stay awake like that, it's not healthy. It really isn't healthy. Yeah, it's oh, not. And if, I, I I don't know that I want to try it now, but I but I, I will tell you the story. It was a real. My dad was kind of crazy, but he was really cool. I said, I don't want to go to sleep. He says, okay, Jeff, if you don't want to go to sleep, you could be the watchman for the house. I said, what do you Uh mean? We lived in an apartment. I said, you will go from room to room every hour and make sure that everything is okay. Well, I did that a few times, and about 10 o'clock, we had these chairs. They called them butterfly chairs. I crawled into the butterfly chair in the living room and fell asleep, and he says, and I woke up, and I was in my bed. Obviously, he carried into my bed, and he says, I guess you didn't make it, did you? I guess... No, I guess you don't have to worry about paying me. We, we had a real laugh over that. So and rather than yelling at me yeah. and screaming at me and saying, you will go to bed and slapping the hell out of me or doing anything like that, he just said, you want to stay up all night? But you got to do this to stay up all night. So I thought that was pretty cool. Yep. And the closest we had in, all right, in 1990, 99.5 Kiss in San Antonio changed from rock to oldies. And, it, of course, they didn't do very well, so a new company bought them late 91 and flipped them back to being a rock station New Year's Eve 1991 and so about a week later John Lyle who was the morning guy all throughout the late 80s mid to late 80s into 1990 they brought him back he was the first DJ they brought in the year that Wednesday and so he came on at 6 a.m. with his morning show and they let him go I mean it was planned till 10 a.m. Friday morning and you know so he did a 52 hour shift I just want to know how they could do that with Peter Tripp. I, I just, I, I don't know. I find it to be amazing. So let me get Joe on from uh, Albuquerque. Let me get him going here. Okay, go ahead, Joe. Oh, hi, this is Joe. Anyway, I used to live in Minneapolis, Minnesota, and in the summer of 1960, DJ Dick Driscoll from WDGY had a, a Stay Awake Marathon. I don't remember all the details. Radio Tim might know. But anyway, and then the famous Walter Kramer and I, my senior year, last night we stayed up all night. <laughs> all right. About 6 o'clock the next day, bang, bye world. And then, and we mentioned it on here before, but we had a guy that locked himself in the WILD in the summer of 1958, Todd O'Hara. He was not supposed to be doing a marathon. This was not uh, supposed to. He just started playing Fever. And he kept playing it by Peggy Lee over and over and over again. And they had to get the police in there and get him out of there. I think he was in there for over 24 hours. He stayed on when he was supposed to sign off the station because of WBAL. And he just kept going. And they, they finally got him out. But uh, that was not authorized. But he went that, crazy and did that's that. Certainly, that's certainly understandable. Bill, I think we should, maybe we should go to our next segment. And uh, for those who uh, – how many people remember WLS in Chicago? I do. Yep, that's sure not, do. Oh, yeah. not all, that's not all talking one. No, just kidding. 1960, <laughs> WLS had a number of radio announcers, but, you know, everyone sends students remember, like, Dick Dick Biondi, and people remember uh, a number of different radio announcers. from Art Roberts. Yeah. Art Roberts, of course. Larry and Bob, Lujak, Steve Dahl. Of, of course. Uh, but, oh, you Ron mentioned Riley. the current ones. Uh, but, of course, uh, Bob Bill remembers Bob Hale. 
because when I talked to right. Bill Sparks about this beforehand, he goes, he goes, yes, I remember, uh, I remember, uh, I remember your radio announcer. But what about? And he said, what about Bob Hale? I said, I do remember Bob Hale a, a little bit. But I didn't get to listen to Bob yeah. Hale very much. Ron Riley is another one. Ron, Ron Riley is another yeah, one. Ron Riley, I liked him. Yeah. yeah, everyone liked Ron Riley. But how about Clark Weber? Anyone remember middle Clark of the Weber? Day, so I didn't get to hear him. So yeah. he did the middle of the day. But when you listen yeah. to WLS on this air check. And I, I point this out as I introduce this thing, but I, uh, um, I'm, I'm, I'm overwhelmed by listening to this and saying, this is not the rock station that I remember when I was a kid growing, going up in New York State in Narrowsburg, New York, the summer camp, listening to WLS in 1964, 1965, 1966. But you're going to hear a slightly different Ellis than you've never heard before. So go over to you, Bill. Well, we're going to hear it right now, Jeff. This week, we're remembering a Chicago radio icon who passed away just a few weeks ago. His name is Clark Weber, and he spent nine years working at radio station WLS-AM. After leaving WLS-AM, Clark Weber went to WCFL, later to WMAQ, and later to WIND. He did talk, he did music, and after getting out of radio, he got into advertising. This is an air check of Clark Weber from September 2nd, 1966. And when you listen to this air check of WLS-AM, you might think it was not a top 40 radio station, but it was a top 40 radio station. But when you listen to WLS, you'll find that during the daytime, they played oldies. And at night and in the mornings, they played top 40. So without further ado, want to sit back and enjoy the late Clark Weber on WLS-AM from September 2nd, 1966. Press Prado story of Miss Patricia, three minutes after that hour of nine. Hi, everybody. Friday morning on the Clark Weber Show. What a groovy day, huh? Oh, just simply out of sight. 65 at Midway, 66 at both O'Hare and downtown. We will see a high today of about 80. Sunny, pleasant, nearly a cloud in the sky. And the same holds true for Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, all three days, thanks to a high-pressure system that just flat out seems to not want to go anywhere. Someone like an unwelcome mother-in-law, I guess. But it's got to remain over our area for at least the next 72 hours, possibly through Monday. So uh, plan on a pretty good weekend, will you? Everybody switching to, everybody switching to, that's the ribbon beer. There are good old songs we like to sing. There's a lot of fun remembering. So enjoy the best of everything, like Pabst Blue Ribbon Beer. Original Pabst Blue Ribbon Beer, that is. The word original is important because it means we still brew Blue Ribbon the original premium way to give you good old-time beer flavor that always goes down easy, never leaves you feeling too full. So if you like beer, lots of beer, make sure you ask the man for original Pabst Blue Ribbon. That's Pabst Blue Ribbon. Everybody's pitching to Pabst Blue Ribbon. the first of the great Milwaukee Brewers. Well, sir, 89-year-old John Lambert of Huntington, West Virginia, says he's going back to college because he wants to keep busy. Lambert registered at Marshall University in Huntington yesterday for a course in the Bible and Old Testament history. He received his general academic degree from Marshall in 1907. Then in 1937, at the age of 60, he returned to school and earned a degree in science. Anything that bothers you, sir, at the age of 87 after returning to uh, college? Yeah, the miniskirts drive me out of my mind. You're listening to the good sound of Music Spectacular. $890 million worth of your favorite oldies but goodies all this week. The sound of music. Over WLS. You know, I've never determined who has more fun in this show, you or me. We made the night. 
After nine, eight hundred ninety million dollars worth of music here on the Clark Weber Show for Friday morning in Chicago Land. When you've got real work to do, reach for something good to chew. Chewing helps you stand the pace anytime and any place. So, hi ho, hey hey, chew your little troubles away. Hi ho, hey hey, chew Wrigley Spearmint Gum. Faster, smoother too. Life seems brighter when you chew. Hi ho, hey hey, chew Wrigley Spearmint Gum. Yes, it's good to sink your teeth into Wrigley Spearmint Gum. That lively flavor freshens your mouth, and the good chewing helps make the job go smoother and faster. Enjoy chewing delicious Wrigley Spearmint Gum every day, as millions do. Hi ho, hey hey, chew your lips. Troubles away. Hi ho, hey hey, you Wrigley Spearmint. Why shall I get some, sir? Get some soon. Thank you. 65 degrees at Midway. Southerly winds at six, and it looks like an A-OK -okay day. Reduced tar and nicotine cigarettes aren't really news, but a cigarette with reduced tar and nicotine, plus easy draw and good taste, is news. And that's the kind of cigarette we've just developed at Lorillard Research. Its name is True. T R U E. True delivers rich, satisfying taste with a blend of tobaccos specially selected for lighter tar and nicotine content. True has its own air filtration system, a working filter that also mixes air with the smoke, further reducing tar and nicotine in every puff. True has a built-in cigarette holder in every cigarette for easy, even draw. The result? True makes smoking light. An average of 12.9 milligrams of tar. 0.8 milligrams of nicotine per cigarette. True, the one-filter cigarette with good taste, easy draw, and reduced tar and nicotine. True, at popular price, a forward step in filter smoking. Come on in here, settle down, pour yourself a cup of coffee, and if you're a country and western fan, you've got to go the sounds of Big John Cash. This one was called, I'll Walk the Line. Walk, Johnny. John Cash, a guy who does walk the line. At 12 after 9, 9-12 on a Friday morning in Chicagoland. Temperature readings at 65 degrees in Chicago. And now during the Sears September tire sale, it's the savingest time of the year for car owners. Sears now featuring all state tires at special prices. Don't you drive one more mile on worn tires. Drive in today to your nearby Chicagoland Sears Center and see the Sears complete line of all state tires. Now during the Sears September tire sale. 65 sunny degrees in there. The five-day forecast through Wednesday, calling for temperatures to average about three degrees above normal, with a normal high 76, normal low 58, a slow warming trend over the weekend, followed by a little change in temperature. They're coming by boat. Coming by plane. They're coming from everywhere. The newest, greatest, smartest collection of knits that ever hit Chicago. Fabulous imported knits. Stunning American designer knits. One, two, and three-piece knits. Even costume knits with contrasting shells. And party knits with beaded yoke. Now in one glorious collection at one amazingly low sale price. Only $38. Yes, only $38 now in the knit sale of the year at William A. Lewis. <laughs> all at William A. Lewis, America's
most fabulous headquarters for knits. Hundreds of sensational knits in the most enchanting styles and colors you've ever seen. Stock up now. Buy two, three, four. At $38, this is the buy of the year. Only $38, just $4 a month and never a charge for credit at William A. Lewis. 2301 West 95th, Hillside, Harlem Irving, Ranters, and Scottsdale Shopping. Come on in here as we go back to the great year, 1938, for a little Benny Goodman, and... Betty Goodman, I'm Clark Weber, and you're listening to The Sound of Music on a Friday morning from Channel 89, where WLS presents Radar Weather Eye. Radar Weather Eye. Radar Weather Eye. 17 minutes after 9, and you're seeing nothing but great weather for the next three days. Boy, I'll tell you, sunny and pleasant with a high in the 80s. That means a lot of charcoal bur broiling and burning going to be going on in backyards around Chicago over the next three. Saturday, sunny and warm, high in the 80s. Sunday, sunny and warm with a high in the 80s. So do go out and enjoy probably one of the last of the pretty weekends in Chicago. 65 at Midway, 66 at O'Hare, 66 downtown, a southerly wind at 6, and another memory maker. Steve Lawrence by name. Go away, little girl, go away. minutes after that hour of nine o'clock and hello everybody you one of those who gets up with a don't miss chuck bill captain stubby and stuff hi uh, this is captain stubby what makes chuck bill laugh like that why don't you tune in the wls farm special every morning from five to six and find out we give the local and five-state weather, livestock and grain market reports, and get you off to work smiling and laughing. <laughs> the of it makes the whole day go better. It does. <laughs> <laughs> You folks down there in Indiana, be sure you turn up for that big fish fry. Captain Stubby's brother-in-law going to be out there. Wouldn't want to miss it. He's going to be riding through town on a white horse. Remember a girl named Joni James? Oh, she couldn't sing, but boy, this girl used to get an A for effort. I still get a thrill out of you was one of the big ones. Double deal you here. Go to one by the Penguins. It should bring back a few memories here on our $890 million worth. There's a thing called Earth Angel. The sounds of $890 million worth of memories here on number one radio in Chicago. Good Friday, September 9th, Chicago. This is Stan Dale with the latest news. One of 58 newscasts heard daily on WLS, ABC in Chicago. Another coup attempt in Syria, a funeral in South Africa, and one of the nation's most wanted men captured in Chicago. Those are the headlines. Details in a moment. The news is brought to you by Zaire. Z-A-Y-R-E. Fabulous Zaire. The department stores that have something wonderful for everyone. And now the news. Tanks in the streets of Damascus as the Syrian capital goes through another attempted coup. A report from ABC's Michael Sullivan in Cairo. Tension grips the Syrian capital today as the leftist regime, which took over six months ago, mounts a Red Guard-type purge of so-called reactionary elements bent on overthrowing the revolution. 
Heavy guns have been stationed at strategic points in the Syrian capital, and business has come to a standstill. The sudden wave of arrests follows a reported escape from a Syrian jail recently of the former prime minister, who is said to have support in the military. Observers here in Cairo have long considered the present Syrian regime shaky, but no matter who is running the Syrian government, though, power struggles have become commonplace in Damascus. Elsewhere, funeral preparations are being completed for slain South African Prime Minister Hendrik Fairford. That story from ABC's Barry Dunsmore in Cape Town. Prime Minister Hendrik Fairford will be buried tomorrow in a state funeral in Pretoria, attended by whites and blacks. Here in Cape Town, preparations are being made for an airlift to take politicians, press, and VIPs to Pretoria. It has been reported that Mrs. Boebert wanted a private funeral, but was persuaded to accept the funeral of state. Church services are planned throughout the country tomorrow, and shops, bars, and theaters will be closed. After the funeral, the fight begins for the leadership of the party. The new leader will be chosen here in Cape Town on Tuesday and will probably make his inaugural address Wednesday. It will be closely watched by the entire world. One of the nation's most wanted men was captured on Chicago's near north side this morning. He's 36-year-old Leonard Lashinsky, wanted by the FBI in connection with three armed robberies. Lashinsky was captured as he left a building at Division and State Street. A loaded 38 caliber pistol was found in his room. He'd escaped from Cook County Jail Hospital last December, where he was recovering from seven bullet wounds inflicted during a robbery of an amusement park in suburban Melrose Park. A majority of nurses at Cook County Hospital voted last night to resign from their jobs in 30 days unless they get the pay hikes that they're demanding. All but 49 of the hospital's 400 registered nurses voted to quit unless they get the $90 to $100 a month pay raise that they've been demanding. The county board has been searching for ways to stave off the walkout, but so far they say they can't come up with the money. The Illinois Democratic Party Platform Committee meets again in Chicago today. They met yesterday, but sessions were secret, although it was reported that they discussed what stand the party will take on the proposed revenue article. After subcommittee hearings yesterday, no one would talk, but members are expected to be more talkative today. The revenue article has been endorsed by most top Illinois Democrats, but some party members had strongly opposed it. The weather for Chicago, sunny and pleasant today, a high about 80, lower near the lake. It's 65 degrees in Chicago. This is WLS News. Goodness gracious, it's back to school time. Before you go back to school, go today. You can learn the ABCs of saving them. Or let them realize everything from school to school supplies. Before you go back to school, go today. You should see the dress my mommy got me in Remember, you can charge it at Zare. Nine fabulous Zare department stores serving Chicago. Open daily 10 until 10, Sundays 10 until 6.
You've been listening to the latest news from the WLS-ABC newsroom. Stan Dale reporting brought to you by Zaire. Z-A-Y-R-E. Your fabulous department stores where better quality costs you less or your money back. Channel 89 in Chicago, always first in the hearts of Chicagoans with music, news, and information. It's 9.30. The sound of music. It's a good time for the good sound of music spectacular on the Clark Weber Show. Hi, everybody. Eugene Church was his name, and man, did he have an eye for the no-nos. And boy, they're out there today, I'll tell you. Sunny, pleasant weather today with a high of about 80 degrees. It looks very, very good. The expected high today, 80, possibly 82. Tomorrow, the same weather, only a high of about 85. And by Sunday, things should really warm up. Should see sunny, warm weather with a high of possibly 88 degrees. 65 right now at Midway, 66 degrees at O'Hare and Grant Park. For those of you who are inclined to sneeze this time of the year, the pollen count is 152 right now. The 24-hour check reporting, 52. Radio. Your constant companion radio, your family friend. WLS Chicago, subscriber to the code of the National Association of Broadcasters, guaranteeing you the best in radio listening on WLS. Your we go with the Clark Weber Show. 25 and a half minutes before 10, Sinatra fans gather around once again. Here's your man, and it was a very good year. Yes, will undoubtedly go down in history as one of his greatest efforts. The sounds of Sir Sinatra $890 million worth of music for Friday morning, the 9th of September. Hello, everybody. Sunny, great weather today, Saturday, and Sunday in Chicago. the looks, I kid you not. Today, they say sunny and warm with a high of about 80. Tomorrow, the same story, possibly a little higher. And by Sunday, things should hit 86 or 88 degrees. With over 35 filter cigarettes now on the market, why did Lorillard Research develop another one? Only because our new cigarette is made to be different from all the others. Its name is True. T-R-U-E. True. A forward step in filter smoking. True is the one filter cigarette to give you good taste, easy draw, and reduce tar and nicotine. True's blend of specially selected lighter tar and nicotine tobaccos delivers rich, satisfying flavor. True has its own air filtration system, a working filter that also mixes air with the smoke, further reducing tar and nicotine in every puff. True draws smooth and easy through its modern mouthpiece, a built-in cigarette holder in every cigarette. The result? True makes smoking light. An average of 12.9 milligrams of tar. 0.8 milligrams of nicotine per cigarette. True at popular price. Take a forward step in filter smoking. And light up a true cigarette.
McDaniels his name. Chip Chip was his sound on your $890 million of the memory. From one little kiss and a lot of loving. One more time now. That's Gene McDaniels, and there's some pretty good advice in that old story on the Friday morning edition of the Clark Weber Show, spotlighting your... The sound of music. We move on with it, too, by calling upon a lovely name, Anita Bryant. Remember one of her big ones? Specifically, Paper Roses. Still a mighty pretty looking creature. That's the sound of Anita Bryant. This is the sound of Clark Weber. Just about 14 minutes before 10 as WLS presents... Radar Weather Eye. Radar Weather Eye. Look out, because here it comes in the form of three little words. Sunny and pleasant. That's about it. With a high in the 80s today, Saturday, and Sunday. So you can just about count on any kind of activity for the next three days. 65 at Midway, 66 at O'Hare, and come on downtown where it's 66, and the signs are ever so slick. $890 million worth of memories, wrapping up the final portion of ours with Brenda Lee and uh, that's me. Well, there you go. WLS AM with a different sound, something I've never heard before. We just got to hear the late Clark Weber from September 2nd, 1966, doing middle-of-the-road music on radio station WLS AM. Now, if you have any comments concerning this part of the show, why don't let me know about it by email or voicemail. For all things Radio Live, I'm Jeff Bennett. Whoa. Yeah, I, I was a little. Bit sh- I was not, it's not that I was shocked because I remember hearing them in 1968, and they and they had a guy. I don't, I don't know who it was. It wasn't Clark Weber, and he was playing. You know, can't get started with you by Bunny Bear Berrigan, and I thought that was interesting. But I never knew well, that that was the format for them back well, then. Well, this was a one week spectacular, but it's a strange programming decision because what had happened was starting in November of '65. They went well. They were gradually rocking it up, but by November, w, WCFL was full bore rock and roll, and here they are, you know, and pretty hip, and you know, a course, regular rock station not LS being really had Don McNeil then too. So yeah, they had, uh, they they, had, they had a lot of anchors because they had they had Don McNeil. They had that news thing they had to do at night. I mean, they had a lot of things slowing them down. And so, if you were observing radio at the time. You would have said, well, then they're, maybe they're just going to give up and join WGN and play, uh, you know, middle of the road music. But they stuck with it. They went back to the rock. I think if you had a normal show of a week or two later, he would have been playing the hits of the day. And, he would have been. But I, th- I do remember that they did in the afternoons. I was there in 1968. And I remember hearing big band yeah, yeah. music. In, oh no, the they went another so. many more years well, for rock. Well, yeah. What could be going on if you think about it? They were going top 40, so. They're taking the kids to school or to in the morning. The kids listen to their rock and roll, and then it's on that station. So they say, "Hey, we're going to give the parents something to listen to on oh, the yeah. same station." So well, we'll they would always the they would always slide the, the during the day. You know, Al Martino, Dean Martin would be played more than yeah, uh, you know day the, part. Yeah. Top forty stations always would day part. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was a really interesting Actually, format, and it was he was a good radio announcer. That I will tell you. I mean, I I, yeah. I, I got yeah. to hear him, but uh, back when I was the in other Chicago, the other thing I have to mention is they. Mentioned Chuck Dill. Well, that guy used to fill in for Paul Harvey, and when he did that, he would call himself Charles Homer Dill, and he would That's fill right. in for That's Paul right. Harvey. You know? That's right. And, and there's uh, a Paul the, Harvey thing where, the, where he cracks up at doing a commercial. I don't have that in my collection, but somewhere there's where he can't finish the commercial because of some. Yeah. I, I don't remember what it was, uh, but I've heard it many, many, many times. So. So that guy well, that did the yeah, farm he, show, uh, did you know, five to show six. for there for a long time. I mean, yeah, yeah, and then then he would fill in with Paul for all Paul Harvey when he wasn't there. Yeah. Well, let's. I know we're going to step in on Tim's time. Let me do this. Let me get to Mike. And 
Go ahead, Mike. Oh, oh we lost. We lost him. He he had his hand raised. I I unmuted him. Hmm. Well, well, he'll come back. He'll come back. So let's do this, Bill, because I know that Tim is waiting. Go, go ahead. Hold on. Go ahead, Mike. Okay. Um, back. Uh, I used to listen to the farm special show on WLS in the morning, even though they had a Cuban station on the air. But uh, you know who worked there? J.J. Jeffrey worked at WLS yes. for a short time. Yes, he did. About 71, he was there. And uh, also Chuck Knapp uh, was there as well, who had also been in Boston. They were there at the same time. Chuck Knapp had been on RKO, and J.J. Jeffrey was on MEX as Melvin X Melvin, and J.J. Jeffrey on WRKO and then WFIL. But, yep, they were, they were there in about 71. Good station. Lots of heritage there. Not Certainly not like when it did. Not... When did Fred Winston come in there? Um, 19, I know he was there in 1968 for a while, but then he also was in Cleveland, Ohio as well. So I'm not, I don't know how long, but he came, both he came from Syracuse, New York and got, got a start in Syracuse, New York. And so did the late Dale Dorman as well, get his start oh, yeah. in Syracuse, yeah, New York. He left and Fred Winston left and came back because he went, I think he went to CFL for a while. And there was yeah, him for a while too. Somebody should write a history of those two stations because they had Larry Lujak going back. They had people going back and forth. Dick Biondi was on both stations. So somebody should write a history of those You know what I'm looking for? I'm looking of of air checks of WLS before – I mean, not WLS, WCFL, before they were top 40 and and when they became – when they were a middle-of-the-road station. There's nothing out there that I can find that – There was a show on the off-season of the White Sox because they did the White Sox. Bob Elson would do a show from the pump room at night and he would just interview people it was just sort of a, just a very laid back bob elson was a very laid back old-fashioned baseball announcer and he'd just have this uh, very very sedate interview show from the pump room of some hotel or whatever they were well here's here's one question i gotta ask you so we can wrap this up how many people listened or liked smooth jazz when it was really big any of you guys at all Ah, uh, silence is golden. Ah, uh, the silence is deafening. Yes, <laughs> but I, <laughs> it was I, odd. I, I mean, it was I, an interesting. It was a unique format. It was I used to listen format. to it because my father owned a billiard parlor in Manhattan, and I used to put it on the on the FM radio for him. Uh, he, he liked listening to that kind of music when uh, when the, during the business, either that or WPAT. Well, here's a station in Las Vegas that's playing smooth jazz and variety, and they really sound pretty good. And this this was recorded last week, last Friday, as a matter of fact, I believe. And you know they were still taught. They weren't really taught. They didn't do any news really. They 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 really wanted to let people hear music and forget about the problems we have in the world today. So that's that's really what I think was going on there. So uh, you get to hear that, Bill. Thank you very much for putting up with me, and thank you for putting up with such a long air check. Well, we did what we got to do, and I thank everybody for being on the panel and being on here tonight. I wish it was just that easy, just to turn on music and forget about the stuff. Everybody. Stay safe, and the legend's here for you. This week, we're visiting Las Vegas, Nevada, and we're going to listen to a format we haven't featured in quite a while on All Things Radio Live. The last time we featured smooth jazz was on radio station WNUA-FM in Chicago, Illinois, owned and operated by iHeartMedia. This week, we're traveling to Las Vegas, Nevada, and we're going to listen to a radio station owned and operated by the University of Nevada, Las Vegas, with their smooth jazz mixed with variety. And I'd like to know what you think of this radio station. So without further ado, why don't sit back and enjoy KUNVFM on this week's edition of All Things Radio Live. 91.5 Jazz and More is KUNV FM and HD1 Las Vegas.
91.5 Jazz and more. Friday morning, few minutes after 6 o'clock. All the rainfall overnight, leading to a lot of standing water on the roads. Combine that with some more scattered showers for the morning. And be extra cautious. Absolutely. We will see some off and on rain today. 60 degrees the high. 54 right now. Cindy Bradley. Tunes called Wind Chill Factor. Jazz and more. Friday morning, it's Friday the 13th, 616. If you are hmm, thinking about the uh, weather today, I can share that we do have some scattered sprinkles throughout the morning. What about that thunder and lightning last night, huh? Definitely took our minds off other things for uh, a short while. Uh, For the high today, about 60. If you're thinking about the weekend, just a slight chance of some rain Saturday and Sunday. Some early Stevie Wonder to enjoy. This is Golden Lady. Right now here on the pretty quiet campus of UNLV, it's 54 degrees. Jazz and more. Enjoying some Grover Washington Jr. this morning. Along with Bill Withers and just the two of us and uh, a few others and even a few more than that. And for those of you listening, thank you so much for checking in. I'm Kim Dooley. 624, just a few short days ago, we were saying, ah, it's going to be so hard getting used to this time change. Well, that's a distant memory. Some other things to be concerned about these days. I sure hope you and yours are all well. The one thing we'll continue to do here as a public radio station is what we do best, and that is play a lot of music for your workday, for your travels. We are here. Lots of music and lots of variety, and we'll continue with that in just a couple of moments. Support for 91.5 Jazz and More is provided by Indeed. More information at Indeed.com slash hire. Underwriting on 91.5 Jazz and More is affordable and tax deductible. 91.5 Jazz and More listeners are active and engaged in their community. Become a KUNV underwriter and let us share your message. Call 702-895-0060. That's 702-895-0060. More variety for your morning. 91.5 Jazz and More. Jazz and more. Good morning. Guitarist Joyce Cooling has put together this amazing space where she can be creative. She gathers with friends and family and food and just they have a great time. They talk. They're present. It's where she creates her music. And it's called the Rhythm Kitchen. (laughs) And from that, this was born. This is called Marina's Dream.
live from UNLV. We are 91.5 Jazz and More. Jazz and more on this Friday the 13th and welcome. Scattered showers throughout the morning, turning to cloudy skies for our Friday afternoon. High of 60, 54 right now and Boz Skaggs is on. It's over. Jazz and more. Ninety-one point five Jazz and more is KUNV FM and HD One Las Vegas. Jazz and more. Friday morning, 7.07. Now, ordinarily, at this time, I'd be sharing with you a Golden Knight score, right? But hopefully a victory, of course, always. Not so today, on hold, as so many things are. So we're just going to continue to roll with the music. This is called You Got This. Something by Will Donato for you this morning. jazz and more. Got some rain falling right now around the valley. Combine that with the overnight rain, so a lot of standing water. Please, please be extra careful. We'll see mostly cloudy skies for the afternoon. About 60 today. A little warmer tomorrow, but mostly cloudy. Currently, it's 55. Huey Lewis and the news as we roll on with cruising. Well, there you go. Smooth jazz mixed with variety. You just got to hear KUNVFM from Las Vegas, Nevada, and I think they're a pretty good radio station. You got to hear smooth jazz, and you got to hear variety, and they played familiar as well as unfamiliar music. Now, if you have any comments concerning this part of the program, why don't let me know about it by email or voicemail. The email address here is Jeff, that's J-E-F-F Jeff, at allthingsradio.net, or you can call that feedback line at 800-693-0595. That's 800-693-0595, and of course, hit option two, for the podcast team. For All Things Radio Live, I'm Jeff Bennett. This concludes another All Things Radio Live. Join us every Thursday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern for the latest radio news, interviews, caller questions and comments, station scopes, and more. Visit the show's official website at www.allthingsradio.net and visit the Legend website at legendoldies.com. Join us again next week for another All Things Radio Live on the Worldwide Legend.